to have you along for the ride. Thanks a lot for stopping by. Really glad to have this young lady back. It's Dr. Simone Gold, many times under fire because she tells the truth to the American people and to people around the world about COVID, about therapeutics, and so on. Doc, how are you? Good to see you again. So much fun to be here. Thank you. I love having you on. I want to start by saying drsimonegold.com, drsimonegold.com. Go there, find out about gold care. We'll tell you what that is in a minute. But it's really important to have you on right now because the Congress is finally doing something with the American people in mind. They're actually asking people questions like, can this really be that a bat bit, bit some animal, a, a penguin, whatever that is, in some wet market in China? And the answer is no. That really could not have happened. That doesn't make any sense. This is, it looks more and more likely that it was a lab leak. The FBI says so. Department of Energy says so. But Dr. Fauci, who knew so back in 2020, lied about this, didn't he? A hundred percent. I actually published an article in April of 2020. Of course, it came from the Wuhan Institute of Virology. I want to remind people that the Wuhan Institute of Virology is only a few, maybe less than 10 miles from this supposed wet market. All right. We already knew that China had already had leaks of other coronaviruses. In other words, China wasn't sophisticated enough to perfectly contain uh, a virus that was labeled level four. And so just it just didn't do a great job. It's also very close to the Wuhan airport and people flew out. I mean, of course, it came from Wuhan Institute of Virology. That's not even it's like a joke to to wonder if we know that or not. Well, some subordinate of Dr. Fauci sent him an email three, four years ago, three, three and a half years ago, uh, saying this looks like it came from from the Wuhan uh, lab. And Fauci's response was either to keep it quiet or not to respond at all. And then when he sits in front of Rand Paul and, and committees in the Senate and the House, he just lied about gain of function. So what should the ramifications be? This guy is not a dumb guy. He knows what he was saying was incorrect. There had to be a reason why he was saying it. Maybe the royalties he gets from these medications. What should happen to this guy? Yeah, there's there's actually, there's huge implications because actually there was a period of time, you know, the gain of function was illegal and the, and so America wasn't allowed to fund it. And, and it looked like some American money actually did fund it through uh, that lab. I forget, uh, it was South Carolina, North Carolina, the physician in there and it went through there and it looked like the taxpayer was funding it even after Congress says you can't fund this kind of stuff. So the implications for Fauci are huge, which is why he's covering his tracks very carefully. Senator Paul, I want to give him props. I think he asked very hard, serious questions, but it doesn't matter if nobody's going to prosecute the guy. I think there's enough evidence to indict him and prosecute him, but I think our Department of Justice is instead busy with J6 defendants. I mean, I, I think you're right, and you were one, which doesn't make any sense. Um, when we talk about Dr. Fauci, this I can make a good case for why he should have been prosecuted on how he mishandled AIDS and HIV. So, I mean, Correct. 40 years later, we're still dealing with the same guy who's making more money than the president of the United States. But something you said is so important. Gain of function was illegal, so we now know that we funneled taxpayer dollars through a third party, which then sent the money to the, to the Wuhan lab, and, and they did this gain of function. And for those who are listening and watching, if you don't know, gain of function means taking coronavirus or some virus, some ailment, and making it even stronger and worse for humans. They're gaining the function of harming human beings even more. Dr. Gold, why would we ever do that? Right. So you you do it. Well, they, they say they do it so we can understand the thing better and come up with therapeutics, but it doesn't make sense, right? They're really doing it for biological warfare. Now, America's hands are not so clean in this either. I mean, America engages in this kind of uh, biological escalation as well, but it's really dangerous stuff. And right. that's the reason Congress says you can't do it anymore. And we're not putting taxpayer dollars towards it. It does appear like taxpayer doctors went towards this. That would put Fauci squarely in the middle of this, right? He's been in charge for the last three or four decades. Right. Someone has to prosecute. 
Emergency physician and attorney, it's Dr. Simone Gold. Go to drsimonegold.com, drsimonegold.com. Make that happen right now. Um, I had COVID at least once, maybe twice. I'm 56, in pretty good shape. I will never, ever take this stupid jab, ever. Not after talking to you, not after talking to Robert Malone and Peter McCullough. I would never take this thing, ever. So um, I got over it in like a day by taking ivermectin, D3, B12, some uh, steroids from my lungs so I could speak well, and that was it. It was gone. Um, did we kill people, in your opinion, by putting them on ventilators, by making them take these shots, by not using ivermectin or hydroxychloroquine when we could have? Uh, there's no question that we killed people. Peter Navarro penned an op-ed in the Washington Times some months ago. I think he estimated three quarters of a million. Harvey Risch, uh, Yale MD, PhD epidemiologist, says the same thing. It, the, whatever the numbers of death that we think are real and the numbers were highly inflated because of the PCR and also the way they calculated the death certificates, whatever the number was, half to two thirds of those people, maybe three quarters of those people certainly did not have to die. 100%. You needed early treatment. We knew that early treatment worked. There were studies, there were hundreds of studies all over the world showing that early treatment worked. We simply didn't do it. Well, you, you made a mention of something recently, doctor, and it's, uh, again, drsimonegold.com. Go to her website, Dr. Simone Gold. She stood firmly for you and me, making sure the truth gets out. You said something recently that I'd never thought of. The reason why they were saying no to ivermectin and no to hydroxychloroquine, both of which we know. We know they both work. Ivermectin is an award-winning medicine for human beings, and calling it a horse paste or something stupid was just dumb. But you said the reason why they were squashed was because it would make the EUA go away. Explain that. Right. So you might have wondered, as, as just a normal person living your life, doing your job, raising your kids, how it was ever possible that the government approved a vaccine in you know, months or a year. That just seems crazy, right? The shortest time we've ever approved a vaccine is about five years, and the typical length is about 15. Wow. More typical is that you research it for years or even a couple of decades and nothing ever gets produced. So how in the world did we bring to market less than, really less than a year? And the answer was it came under an EUA. To be emergency use authorized as a vaccine required no other treatment options. Think about that, it makes sense. Why would we authorize something to be used on an emergency basis if there was something that actually worked that had already gone through the normal regulatory process that takes years and years and years of safety studies, right? So you wouldn't. You might allow something on an emergency basis if there was no other options. That's the requirement to be authorized in the EUA. That is why they so maligned ivermectin and hydroxychloroquine. It becomes very clear once you know that's the legal requirement that there is no other choice. And there are a couple of things. Thank you so much for explaining that. There are a couple of things that came out of this. EUA was, was underway when suddenly the FDA said, we have now approved. FDA approved this uh, this BioNTech. We've, we've now FDA approved this community or whatever this thing was from Pfizer. Moderna, it was, it was Spike Vax or something like that. We have now fully approved these things. When in reality, doctor, they just approved the licensing of those names. They never approved any vaccine. Is there an FDA approved vaccine available right now? There is no FDA approved COVID-19 vaccine. They lied to us the then. That it, they lied in the marketing. They're very careful. They're very, it's like double speak. You know what I'm saying? The, yeah, there is no licensed COVID-19 vaccine on the market. If there was, you shouldn't take it. Uh, the problem with vaccines in general, like, like the influenza shot, for example, certainly SARS, is by the time it comes to market, the variant that they're, they're trying to protect against has already long been gone. It's right. like an ancestor. It's a fossil. It's a dinosaur. It's, <laughs> it's a relic. Yeah. So it, there is no real relationship to the shot that they're putting out and the original virus. Having said that, I wouldn't take it anyway. I'm in your camp. Why would you take it? You'll recover from this nicely. 
then you'll get lifelong natural immunity. So, And natural immunity was supposed to be ignored as well with this one. It's Dr. Simone Gold. Go to drsimonegold.com. It's her website. Find out about Gold Care. We'll get into that in a second and, uh, and much, much more on the website. So if there were an FDA-approved vaccine, I'm putting that in quotations, then the EUA would go away. If hydroxychloroquine and ivermectin worked, then the EUA would go away. That's what you're telling me, right? Correct. And so we can't possibly have accepted the 77 studies that show ivermectin works. We can't possibly have said, hey, look at Nigeria. Why is nobody getting COVID in Nigeria? Oh, they take hydroxychloroquine for malaria. So they're safe from it. But we were lied to in order to what? Make Moderna and Pfizer billions to get power and control from government? Why do you think they did this? So I, I don't think the, the financial motive was huge. And I think it was just icing on the cake, cherry on the cake for them. I actually think the real motive was not so much financial. That's like Bill Gates, you know, uh, the pharmaceutical. Let me let me yes. rephrase. I think the real motivation was to get the American people to accept the concept of a vaccine passport, which would then be a QR code on your phone, which could then be transferred over into widespread acceptance of a QR code on your phone for other things, including digital currency, which is then the end of human freedom, liberty, privacy as we know it. I think that was the real game plan from George Soros and his ilk was to shift the American um, uh, behavior yes. to accept kind of a version of the Nazis, show me your papers. Is that clear? Am I, is my making clear? That's what I think the real motive was. Extremely clear. I think that it was one world government, WEF, globalist stuff, where they said, you you will either do what we say or else you can't exist. And at the same time, this is going to sound macabre, and you might not agree with me, I think they were putting COVID patients in nursing homes to kill people. The reason why I say that is these people at, w, at the WEF and the globalists are all saying we've got way too big a population. We've got to depopulate. Well, depopulate means get rid of some people, doesn't it? Yeah, I just want to point out some hard facts. You know, back when Cuomo was governor, he had he had thousands and thousands of empty beds on those ships in the Jacob Javits Center. And he specifically sent back COVID recovered patients, nursing home patients from the hospitals, sent them back to the nursing homes, even though they could still be infectious to infect other nursing home patients. That's one of the hugest crimes of this of this era. He should absolutely be in jail till the end of time till the end of his time. That was a crime. As far as I'm concerned, that was absolute murder. I think they absolutely were happy to let the elderly, frail, defenseless people die. And I just want to remind people that if you believe in God, this is entirely unacceptable and you will be judged. And and Whitmer did the same thing in Michigan. The uh, idiot Inslee in Washington State, they were putting COVID patients in with nursing homes as well. And then suddenly we hear the WEF and Klaus Schwab going on and on about how we have too many people on the planet and we need to get rid of them. We need to call the the, the herd, if you will. It's Dr. Simone Gold, drsimonegold.com. Go to her website. So you think that's why you were specifically targeted on January 6th? Because you were standing up for people's individual rights to health care and getting real information? I mean, I didn't realize that I was you know, as well known as I was to the FBI. But by the evening of January 6th, they had grabbed my photo and they'd recognized me and they put me on an FBI wanted flyer, which I just found incredible. I, I just found that incredible. I mean, I was one of thousands of people right in that spot. There was more than a million people in the city and they zeroed in on on me. I, I wasn't the only one, of course. Right. But I, I, you know, I thought I was just giving my health care speech. Um, what you're yeah, allowed to do is a free liberated American. You're allowed to do that. Yeah, the government clearly had their eye on me. It was a lesson to me. I didn't. I did not realize that the government was so heavily invested in me. 
And it's, it's stunning that you had to find out that way. And then, of course, you served time behind bars because of it. Uh, it's Dr. Simone Gold. Go to drsimonegold.com. And you've got something called Gold Care. Is this an actual insurance yeah. policy? What is this? Yeah. So we really have to stop funding the insurance model. Just the same as we're funding the medical industry, um, the military industrial complex. We are also funding what I'm calling the medical industrial complex. We need to stop it. How it's being funded is by your insurance premiums every month is going to fund an insurance model. Then the insurance companies turn around and tell you what you can and cannot do for your health and for your body. That needs to stop. People need an answer system outside the insurance model. I get it. I've got a family. I want my family to be safe as well, but we have that answer for you. So if you come to drsimonegold.com, we're going to show you how to enter a system that's that that has ethical honorable doctors, national telemedicine, and also how to leave the insurance model behind. And I just want to say um Joe, it's critical that we exit the insurance system. It's just as critical as we as exiting the college university system, which is poisoning our kids' brains. We need to exit the medical insurance system, which is literally poisoning people's bodies. That's I'll show the, you how. And, and I want people to go and check that out, drsimonegold.com. The insurance industry literally has like a panel of people that say, yeah, you can have that care or you can't have that care. Um, and they also, I mean, many of these insurance companies would not cover and many pharmacies would not would not fill prescriptions for things like ivermectin and hydroxychloroquine through something like gold care. Will yes. that will all that be available? Yes. So so we have something called gold care and then gold care plus gold care gives you access to honorable physicians like myself. I've really hand selected all of them. And then gold care plus is the major medical, right? You need a major medical policy yes. that 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 helps you in the event of an un, you know unforeseen event. So it's, if you choose to go with Gold Care and Gold Care Plus, it is going to, I've not seen any scenario where it's not less expensive than whatever you're doing now. If you're self-insured, if you're uninsured, or if you're paying you know, through even your employee, you need to compare the rates. The average insurance price for a family of four through Kaiser is $1,944 a month. This comes in pretty much at half of that. Wow. And you get good coverage. So it's really a no-brainer. I hope people go check it out, drsimonegold.com. There'll be links there. You can find out more about it as well. I think we talked about Pfizer and the undercover videos last time, but just very quickly, if it turns out Pfizer and or Moderna, and Pfizer is being alleged to have done this, that they were mutating COVID on purpose so they can get ahead of the game and have a cash cow, as they said on tape, um, um, in, in making their own antidote, basically, new vaccines for new mutations. I mean, there should be held a patient. There shouldn't somebody be facing a judge. Oh my goodness! I wish you know. Do you know like in Japan, if you do something shameful, the CEO kills himself. <laughs> like that's what should happen. Like, right. like seriously, like the CEO of, of Pfizer and Moderna should like put a dagger in their own heart. I mean, it's so shameful. It's it's but, but there's but there's no shame. And, and they <laughs> and they did they made billions in Moderna was almost broke, and then COVID came out. Suddenly, it's one of the healthiest companies on the planet. I mean, there, there's something very very wrong here. Do you think there's enough backbone? Like you've got a great backbone, but you're not in Congress. You think there's enough backbone on the Republican side in Congress to really follow through on this? Right. So I think not yet. I think not yet. I think you have a core group of Republicans now who are standing strong, but it's kind of a small swing group. And you really do need a majority of Congress to pass through the things we're talking about. It's quite difficult. I mean, this is to some extent, this is human nature. You know, only a, a smaller group really stands up for what's right. And and I think the trick is to align it with people's own self-interest. Once a person running for Congress realizes it's in his own self-interest that he'll win his district if he does the right thing, 
right? Then we'll get more people doing the right thing. I think you're absolutely right. DrSimoneGold.com. Go to the website. It's Dr. Simone Gold, physician, attorney, and great American. Come back on soon, Doc. I appreciate you. Thank you, Joe. Okay, we're back after this. Stay right here. This is the Joe Pag Show. Motown Monday, the Joe Pag Show. We appreciate Dr. Gold coming on. Got to remind you about a brand new sponsor. It is uh, Swiss America. Let me tell you, it took a panicked run on a major bank to lead to the second biggest bank failure in U.S. history. And Moody's just downgraded the entire U.S. banking system from stable to negative. That is not good news. Just a reminder why many people are diversifying their portfolios with something that's tangible, something that doesn't need bailing out, something that can't vanish into thin air. You could actually hold it in your hand. Learn the truth in Swiss America's shocking report, The Secret War on Cash. This all-out war against cash is a war against the Constitution, against all freedom-loving Americans. So you got to listen to me. You must read The Secret War on Cash like I just did. Get your free copy by calling or texting 800-289-2646. That's 800-289-2646, 800-289-2646, or visit online swissamerica.com slash pags this all-out war on cash digital forms of currency too is growing daily so make sure you go read this right now call or text 800-289-2646 or or go online swissamerica.com slash pags right now this is about color up dirty pop hi paula what's going on so this might necessarily might not necessarily sound like pop culture, but since it's on TMZ, I'm gonna go ahead and say it anyway. So brother in. Senator Rand Paul's staffer, a a staffer from Senator Rand Paul's staff, was stabbed over the weekend oh. in broad daylight. The heck? Yeah, I guess they're saying that um, the Washington D.C. Metropolitan Police Department said that uh, they responded to a report of a stabbing just before 5:30 p.m. on Saturday night. <laughs> Uh, less than 1.5 miles away from the Capitol. Yeah, that's, I'm telling you. And they want to make crime, you know, even easier to do in, in D.C. I'm glad that both sides said no to that. All right, Polo, I appreciate you, brother. That's uh, Polo, that's Sam. Appreciate you stopping by. That's Carrie. I'm Joe. We'll see you tomorrow. Make sure you stop by the website, JoePags.com. Click on Watch to see these interviews again later. Or click on Watch Now tomorrow when we're live at 6 p.m. Eastern time to watch the show. Have a great night. Bye. This is the Joe Pegg Show.